Thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Paula and I recap our Thanksgiving break. How was yours? Ours was full of a lot of life and one sick producer. All of this, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Because you are annoying. Paula? I don't really remember the last time I pooped. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Welcome back to the Ugly Truth. After a week break, this is episode 326. Ugh. Ugh. We are sisters who podcast. Oh, we are sisters who podcast. How quickly we forget. Sorry, I was batting a fly away from my face. <laughs> I thought Love. flies only lived like three days. I I think it's 30 from maggot oh. to death. I think it's 30 days. Jeez, this fly has just been haunting my dreams. I can't <laughs> kill it. How long? Days? It's been days. And I just, the dog has been trying to get it. I've oh. been trying to get it, you know, and there's nothing here. I mean. <laughs> All the leftovers are gone. Yeah, everything's gone. We like, ate them yesterday and... Yeah, there's no le- there's no leftovers in my house <laughs> at all either. But uh, anyway, welcome to the Ugly Truth. We are back. I don't know about I don't know how eventful I wouldn't call it an eventful break, but I would say it was filled with many many events. Yes, that's what I would say. Yeah, I had a lot going on this week. Okay, well, first of all, last week, uh, and you and I actually have not spoken. This is the first time we've spoken legitimately in a week um yeah i think it has been i think we well (laughs) i had a little bit of a breakdown yes that's true midweek uh i messaged you and our other sister about some frustrations i was having that i couldn't really vocalize in my own home so i needed somewhere to vent that so i did that with you guys and you laughed at me which is appropriate which is what i was hoping for because i just needed something to lighten my mood (laughs) Did, did that situation correct itself, by the way, or? Well, we'll get into that. Okay. But very quickly, last time you and I spoke in our last episode, I informed you that Daryl came home from his many travels with a cold. Right. And it ended up not being a cold. That was the problem. And so I have to issue a retraction. He wasn't man sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is now. But he wasn't then. And so he actually had the flu, the legitimate flu. Wow. By Friday, he was trying to work and he was literally laying down in his bed taking phone calls. Oh, my gosh. And the thing is, is I don't think they're I don't think that's okay. I'm I just I said, I don't know what you're trying to prove. I go, but you're ill. You need to stop working. You need to get some sleep. You need to take some real medication and you just need to sleep it off. I will make you soup because right. men, when they're genuinely sick, it's one thing. But mm-hmm. when it's in the early stages or the end stages of a truly sickness type thing, they become really annoying. Right. And I don't know what that is. So <laughs> so he woke up Saturday. He was... <laughs> And I actually started to, I laughed at him a couple of times, which just shows you how broken I am. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
I woke up Saturday. I had Friday night. I had given him NyQuil. Now, Daryl, like most men, they don't like taking medication because they right. don't like feeling weird. Well, I gave him like the hardcore stuff, NyQuil. Mm-hmm. And he woke up the next morning and I made him some soup and stuff and he slept a lot. He sat up and he goes, I, I think I'm going to pass out. Oh, <laughs> he God. was so sick. He was really sick. And so then he coughed and it sounded weird. I went, God damn it. If this fool gets pneumonia, I will be so pissed because then I'll have to be legit worried. And it's like serious. So I gave him a lot of soup. He was having in all in my my observation, he was having a little bit of an anxiety attack because he was really, really sick and he did not like the way he felt. And right. so I think that's why he felt like he was going to pass out. And he was in bed, by the way. It wasn't like he was standing up in a store. Well, he was doing a lot of flying this last month. So yes. And I God said, what did you do? I said, did you lick an airplane armrest? Or like, what was it? He goes, I think it was L.A. I go, I think it was Texas. But whatever. It doesn't really matter. He, he just got some disgusting human beings, germs. I assume in the airplane, though. That's obviously where it was. Mm-hmm. So Saturday was the bad day. Sunday, he was just weak. And then um, Monday, he woke up and I he, he's done this to me before where I wake up and I turn over and he's staring at me. <laughs> and I'm like, Why? what? Well, it depends. The last real time that I can remember him doing that before this earlier this week, I wake up and he's staring at me and I go, what? And he goes, Anthony Bourdain died. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, God. And so every time he's staring at me, I know he has some kind of cataclysmic news to share at seven in the morning. So I turn and he's staring at me and go, I'm like, what? And he said, I made a doctor's appointment. <laughs> I said, all right, why? He goes, my right lung is very tight. And I said, okay. And I said, well, good. I'm glad you're going. I go, when is he? He goes, well, it's at 9, 945. And I said, good. All right. Well, do you need me to drive you? He goes, no, I think I got this. I'm like, okay. Hey, that's big news. Yes, it is. And so uh, he went to the doctor. He does not have pneumonia or bronchitis. And the doctor said, look, it's probably, he goes, you're at the tail end of whatever this is. So here's your Z-Pack. Take it if you, if, you know, if you want to, Mm. or you can just ride it out. So it wasn't necessarily required. No, but he said, do what you do, what you will with it. You know, it's like if you want to take it, if you feel like it. it, And I told him, I said, you know, precautionary. I'm like, just take it because I want no excuses. Essentially, it was my thought. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just I want you to start feeling better. And of course, as family tradition would dictate the Campos family, uh, we hate people who cough. Yeah. Like, like a lot. Oh, God. At some point uh, over this weekend, I thought about Googling uh, the, is, there must be some kind of um, mental phobia. It, phobia is not the right, <laughs> right word. Right. I got you. Aversion. Of, an aversion to people who cough all the time or, you know, because it's the same aversion of people who hate to hear people eat. It's the same thing because right. we have both of those. <laughs> so I was like, I remember vividly being very young and the three of us living or four of us at home and somebody was sick always and uh, there was coughing and we would coach them through and try to show them how to not be more annoying with their coughing <laughs> like that's literally what we would do Stephanie and I specifically would have discussions about how not to be annoying when we would cough oh it is a gosh. long long line of, of people who hate the coughing especially when 
you don't really do anything about it. So my... Oh, okay. Like you don't take cough syrup or something. Paula, I bought him. I did everything. I got I, I got Mexican on him. I got Vicks Vapor Rub. I got Hall's Mental Lip, you know, the Hall's mm-hmm. Cherry Cough Suppressant. I bought Sepasol, that, those cough medicine sucker things. Yeah. They don't make secrets anymore, which is a real bummer because those things really do numb your throat. Right. Got him Robitussin. Oh, God. I got everything. I know, of course, he took the rubber test. He's like, oh, that brings back memories. I'm like, drink it! (laughs) So he's cough, 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 cough. And, you know, the thing, and I, there is a part of me that feels really bad because I know that he knows how irritated I am on Thanksgiving Day when I'm preparing the meal. Oh, God. He's, he's doing his usual he wants to help what can i do to help what can i do to help i'm like there is nothing you can do he's like you can get out and stop coughing all over the food (laughs) and and by the way paula i don't i thought i was getting sick no i'm just i am emotionally and physically done i it has been a week Mm -hmm. i was almost looking i was actually looking forward to recording because it's some sense of normalcy (laughs) so he said why why are you so annoyed with me and i go because you are annoying (laughs) and then you finally just walked away and so uh i messaged you and stephanie i said i need some i need to vent i i i need to scream to the mountains take some fucking medicine he's under medicated because he doesn't like the way it makes him feel totally get it but you can't continue coughing i haven't slept paula in a week I am out of my mind. I had I was up till almost 3 a.m. the other night because he couldn't stop with his stomach making weird noises. He's tossing and turning because he can't breathe. And I'm just like, I, I feel like I've gone off the deep end. I feel like I've lost it. Completely lost it. I am a shell. Why don't you go sleep on the couch or something? He offered. He went to go sleep on the couch. He was gone for 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. God. He's like, I thought you'd be asleep by now. I'm like really 20 minutes i go overboard is on it's two in the morning i am not sleeping wow i'm just mentally drained from all of this it's yeah it is unbelievable now i will tell you i give credence he was ill over the weekend leading into the break absolutely but now we're at a point where he's just irritating (laughs) and i'm hopeful that you know like last night he was coughing he was hacking up a lung and i said have you taken anything? He goes, well, I took Advil this morning. I'm all, medicate! <laughs> yeah, right. I was so angry. I'm like, why? Why? How is it so hard? Do it. And I know he. I know he's going to edit the show, giving zero fucks right now. None. I'm just like, just leave it all in. Hear what you've done to your wife. And he could have a dry cough for weeks. Paula. I'll kill him before that happens. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's going to LA this week and I am I am looking forward to it. Like he can't hack on everyone else. He can't be coughing during business meetings. He won't be. Somehow he'll be able to control it. You know how that is. Yeah. And then I'll just be madder. He'll call me. You know, he's like, God, all of a sudden I'm coughing again. I'm like, well, psh, thanks for saving it. Yeah, really. Paula, I've made so much soup. I don't ever want to see soup again. 
Oh my god! So much soup. I mean, listen, he's grateful. He doesn't take it for granted. None of that. It's not anything to do with that. But but symptomatically, I can't take the coughing any longer. It was it was fine when it sounded like he was dying, but now it's just this annoying cough. We were on our way out of Target to get one of the billion things that we had to get this week. Right. And he, he he does what I think probably smokers do when they have a non-smoker partner. He put I get in the car and he's he's walking to put things in the trunk and he is coughing as hard as he can before he gets in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there and then he gets in. He goes, he goes, man, he's like, I'm so glad I'm not a smoker. I'm like. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't be married to you if you cough like this for your whole life. Like it wouldn't yeah, happen. Really, it would have been vetted in the dating process. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be like, you guys, he's great, but he coughs all the fucking time. Cut him loose. Yeah, right. I'm going to. That's I can't with the coughing. It's a deal breaker. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I can handle burping more than this. Oh God, that's a no go. <laughs> Well, not all the time, but I mean, it's just, and you know, I know I'm an asshole. Okay. Everyone I know, and I don't care. I just don't care anymore. I just do not give a shit at all with the, with the, I just, I can't with the cough. The dry cough is, well, it must be number one. It has to be number one under farting. I mean, really? Anyway, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you, did you make food? Yes. Um, so <laughs> I don't know why I just, I was so tired because literally the day before Thanksgiving was Ryan's birthday. Right. And what did you so, guys do? Did, so, did you end up doing anything that pleased him? So <laughs> we finally just made a decision for him. Good. That movie Creed 2 came out. Yes. So here's the thing. Initially, because that's like me and Ryan's thing is Creed. Like, yes. we love that movie. We love Rocky and all that kind of stuff. And Victor's just like, eh, you know, it's not his thing. Right. We agreed that I would take Ryan and he was going to invite his friend to go with us. And we were all going to go see Creed, the three of us. Okay. After that, we were going to take his friend home and then we were all going to go out to dinner, just the family. Sounds good. And so just keep it low key. And then we gave him his present in the morning. You know, pr- pretty decent birthday. I mean, nothing crazy, but yeah. you know, pretty solid. I don't know what prompted me to ask, but I said to Ryan, I said, you know, Ryan, I'm like, you can take me or daddy to the movies. I said, it doesn't <gasps> really matter who it is. Oh, no. He's all, do you care if I take dad then? And I'm like, no, I don't mind. And inside I was dying why did you do that because i just thought about it and i'm like why would a 13 year old why would two 13 year old boys want to go to the movie with their mom you know beverly goldberg would make it happen (laughs) i know she would but i hear you know what paula i i understand what you were doing if he wasn't gonna if he wasn't gonna get to go by himself and he mm -hmm. had to take a parent it wasn't going to be his mommy. But when he got home, like he said, it was better than the first movie. And at one point he's like, he's like, I should have taken you, mom. And Did you start crying? No, I just like, 
I didn't say anything because I was so angry. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to see the movie. And I know I'm not going to go to the theaters and see it. I'll, I'll have to wait until it comes out, like, you know, on demand or something like that. Aww. So it'll be, you know, months. But I never let on, you know, that. Here's the problem, especially with sons. They will never know the sacrifices their mothers make. They will (laughs) never understand, even when they become, if they become parents, they'll still never understand. They will look from afar and see if they're lucky enough to have a a good parent with them, whether it's a mom or a dad or whatever. They will never understand the sacrifice of a mother. Never. Yeah. Olivia will one day. Yeah, she will. But Ryan will never understand, nor will he get it. Never. And that's what sucks is like when he's 30 years old, he goes, you know what, mom, I always regretted not taking you to to see Creed when I was 13. (laughs) I know now I understand, mom. I understand. He'll never understand. Never. He'll just remember that his dad was like, eh. (laughs) So did you guys go out for dinner at least and enjoy a family dinner? Yes, we did. We went to uh, nothing crazy. We went to Red Robin and we had burgers. Yum. And then we came home. And uh, that was pretty much it. He Oh, and then I had decided that I'm like, all right, we have to go to the store and buy everything for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, the day before? The night before. And so (laughs) because I had just not done it. And that was the day it was raining really hard. Yes. I was going to go during the day with me and Olivia, but I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to take her and me to the store by ourselves and buy all this stuff in the pouring rain. And so we waited. And so we got there and we weren't getting a big turkey. We got a 13 pound turkey because it's just the four of us. It's just the four of you. We bought just a few. We only did like green beans, stuffing, mashed potatoes. And I think that was it. Mm -hmm. And so and pumpkin pie. Yeah. So we got home and the lady that registered, she's just like, I hope you're not planning on cooking that turkey tomorrow. You're like, why? (laughs) And I said, they say if you, you know. You can uh, defrost it. Defrost it in water, you know, within like six to eight hours. It, you know, it should be able to cook. Yeah. And it was, it was thawed by the morning. Yeah. In the morning, I don't know why, I just was so unmotivated because I was just exhausted from the whole week. I think it's because (laughs) I was like, you know, fretting Ryan's birthday because he wouldn't make a decision. Yes, that was taking over everything. Right. And Mm -hmm. so finally I started cooking at noon. (laughs) What time did you eat dinner? We ate at eight (laughs) o'clock. That's not that bad. The reason I'm going to say that is that last year we did like a 18 pound turkey. And yeah. we had, a, we had well, just our kids and any significant others. I mean, that's like 10 people. And right. that's if no one else shows up. That's still a lot for a dinner. Mm-hmm. And of course, Tyler and Mackenzie, who didn't, who aren't living at home, they want leftovers to take home with them, which mm-hmm. I totally get. And so after all was said and done, there was no leftovers last year. We had like hardly anything left. We had like cranberry sauce. <laughs> you know, that was right. it. So this year... I said, all right, you know, they're going to want leftovers. They're bringing somebody to Thanksgiving. So let's go big on the turkey because we never have turkey leftover. And that's the part I like. Mm -hmm. And so we got a 24 pound turkey. Oh, my God. Where'd you buy yours? Rayleigh's. Oh, okay. The grocery store. And then Daryl bought like a 12 pounder and he smoked it. 
Okay. So we had 30-something pounds of turkey. You had plenty of turkey. Plenty. And so I roasted the big one, and then he spatchcocked his little turkey and put it in his... Spatchcocked? Yes. Basically, he cuts it in half. He cuts it, and you lay it flat. It's like looking at the globe when when they break it out flat, so you can see all of it. Okay, I gotcha. That's basically what he did. So he he put it, and he put that bird in, the, the smoker. I put my bird in at like 1130 because and oh, I don't I don't wow. I don't stuff mine it's a lot faster when you don't mm-hmm. stuff it and plus yeah, I didn't stuff mine this year either the kids were totally grossed out when I was pulling out all the insides like the little <laughs> bag of goodies and everything like that and I'm like I pulled out the neck I'm like hey Ryan I'm all what part of the turkey is this and he was just like mortified he's like what is that I would have said, well, what do you think it is? <laughs> and I said, it's the neck. You're like, oh, and then bummer. the yes. little bag was stuck on something. So I was just like, good God. I'm like, come out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Paula, it? we would not have done well in the old days when the, this was all like, <laughs> you have to kill and drain and pluck the bird, cut off its little feet and stuff. Yeah, we would not. We would not. We were, we were, I, if you believe in, uh, reincarnation. My guess is that we were some mid-level loyal- royalty where we didn't have to do that Probably. shit. <laughs> Probably. Where we were always warm and never died of some strange illness that everybody else got. Yeah, that would be us. I, I always envisioned that we were somewhere in Scotland or Sweden, you know, mo- moderately warm and eating moderately decent food that somebody <laughs> else provided for us. <laughs> we knew how to make our bed. <laughs> maybe sweep right. the floor but that's pretty much it we just did a lot of knitting and crocheting back in those days maybe tended to a garden but anyway so yeah so we did all of that and you know you you guys obviously came up because we were really you know not disappointed in a negative way we're just like it's too bad it would have been really fun to have have you guys over and Kenzie I, I always feel this I tell all everyone if even Daryl and I and I'm like look if we know anyone who has no plans they absolutely insist that they come over and hang out have mm-hmm. some food and you know have some whatever and have a good time and Kenzie had a little friend who uh, parents be <laughs> his parents were invited to their friend's Thanksgiving to uh, be a buffer because the husband and wife that were hosting Thanksgiving decided to get divorced and oh. so they needed some friends to buffer the family Thanksgiving. And so they were invited and the children were, would rather die than go to that. So uh, her friend who she went to culinary school with didn't have anywhere to go. So I said, bring his ass over. And so I always am curious after a stranger enters our realm, what they think of us. Because we're pretty gallows humor. I mean, the discussions that come up during our Thanksgiving dinner are we think they're hilarious, but some people might be put off by it. So Well, that is true. For example, uh we were talking and and Daryl goes, Oh well death hasn't come up yet, so this meal has not ended because <laughs> we haven't discussed dying yet. Jamie, is there anything you'd like to say? Because I'm always the one that brings up death. Well, death came up a lot during the week because uh, other than me wanting to kill Daryl, when he was really sick on Saturday, I was taking a shower and he was laying in bed, you know, dying. And I thought, you know, if Daryl gets pneumonia and dies, I mean, this is it. You know, (laughs) this is where we are. And conveniently, I had just asked him about life insurance and he Mm -hmm. had upped it. So I'd be all right for about a year to get my shit together. 
I can sell the house, you know, and then I can just, you know, do do what I need to do. And I started seriously thinking about it in the, in the shower. And so then at dinner, I was preparing during dinner going, anything could happen to me. This could be the last Thanksgiving that I, that my children eat that I prepare. And so I was saying that to them and they're like, oh my God, you know, then they get all outraged. That's funny. And so then Tyler goes, yeah, by the way, mom, have you changed your mind on what we're doing with you when you die? And I said, yeah, are you still doing the tree pod <laughs> thing or yeah, what? And I, and I said that I go, oh no, wait, I changed my mind. I told you I'm getting cremated. They're like, oh, you still want to be cremated? I'm like, yeah, because I want to be in a really super glam urn that dad will put in our bedroom so that he doesn't bring any whores in there. I've told you this story. This is the way it's oh, going to go. I thought you wanted to go on the mantle in the living room. Mantle in my bedroom, in, in Daryl's bedroom, so that he will be reminded not to bring any whores or hussies into his life. That's not awkward. I know. I, it's. I'm hopeful that if I were to die, first of all, I don't want him to get remarried. I've changed my mind on that as well. I want we him to be. Just talked about this in Las Vegas. I know. I've changed my mind. He can get laid, but I don't want. I don't want another woman in his life forever. I don't know. Jamie, he's gonna die. Remember how gaunt he was when you talked to him on the phone. Seriously, I know. And I said, and so, oh, and I don't know about you, but well, you do you have Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Okay, so because Daryl is ill, we've been watching a lot of television. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's a show on Netflix called The Kaminsky Method, and it's with Alan Arkin and Michael Douglas. And it's about these two men, 70 plus. And it's very funny. And one night when Daryl was dying up here, I was up all night watching TV downstairs because I couldn't sleep with him. And it was just too hard. He was just wheezing and it was just uncomfortable. He was tossing and turning. And sweating. And so I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm downstairs. So I was watching the Kaminsky Method. I watched the entire season because the episodes are only 22 to 30 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I love Michael Douglas. And so. Yeah. Does he look really old, though? You know, it depends on the camera angle and the lighting. Parts of him. Well, first of all, he's a handsome gentleman no matter what. It doesn't yeah. matter. He's a good looking guy. He's got great hair. Which is so nice when you're old. You know, when men get yeah, older, really. they either lose it or it gets thin. His, he's got good hair and it's a silver, grayish. Oh, yeah. It's good hair. And so that is a real redeeming quality. There's a couple of scenes where he has, has had sex and he has no shirt on, not loose skin looking old manish. He's taking oh, care really? of himself. Yeah, he looks good. Now, he talks funny a little bit, but he always has. But also, he had throat cancer. Didn't he have like that syphilis tongue thing or chlamydia? I think you, yeah, they're saying that I haven't seen a legit study, but they're saying that men who perform oral sex on women who have chlamydia have a, a greater chance of getting throat cancer. That's what he claims. Well, Why would someone even say that? I'd just, cl- I'd just go with throat cancer. What's really funny is he said that Val Kilmer has the same cancer. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, you know, he kind of does. You know he has listen. like that trachea hole in his neck that's like being repaired or growing over. Or something well, he's like that. he's healing, but it's just to me, it's like you know what? I mean, it's a terrible thing, but it's a turn on. Is it really not the worst time to know that Val Kilmer <laughs> and Michael Douglas are all about oral sex? I mean, I'm I'm all in on that. I mean, it, yeah. it really explains Catherine Zeta Jones. I mean, it really explains a lot about why these, why they get young women. Anyway, uh, no, he's really cute and it's really funny. It's total dark humor. And so I was, I made Daryl watch it 
And finally, ultimately, he said, you know, that was really good. I hope there's a season two. I'm like, really? You like it? You're looking at your future right now because the Alan Arkin character, his wife dies and he's a he's a ship lost at sea. I said, that's you. I go, when I die, you know, I want you to have some kind of touchstone so you don't wander the streets in your robe. He's like, I won't. He goes, you're not going to, he goes, you're not going to, I'm not going to die before you anyway. I said, we don't know our lives. We have no idea. But um, yes. And then, um, of course, as tradition dictates, I don't allow Daryl to play any kind of Christmas music or anything before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. even though he desperately wants to. And so Friday morning, I wake up and I hear Nat King Cole downstairs. Oh, holy night. <sighs> Seriously. <laughs> Chestnut. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, dear Lord, it's happened. It's here. And all of a sudden, you know, that I hear the drifters just hear those sleigh bells ringing. I'm like, OK, it's here. It's here. I know everyone's so festive this year why because life is crap and everyone's escaping into the holidays it happens all the time when there's a war or tumultuous anything everybody just plunges into the to christmas or whatever because it's an escape i see people like i saw yesterday at least like you know five or ten Christmas trees already up and decorated. And I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? I'm like, ours is still in the garage, <laughs> mangled, probably covered in black widows. Well, so we have a tradition of going to get our tree. We go up to the foothills of Camino and Placerville where they have Christmas tree farms and all of that. We've been doing this for years. The kids are adults and yet they still are amendable to coming with us. And we love that because we know it's not going to last forever. So we figure we might as well use, you know, take advantage while we can. Mm -hmm. So now Friday here, it not only was it freezing, it was pouring rain. Yeah, I saw the picture. (laughs) Pouring rain. And so we all got, you know, we got our little hats on and our jackets and everything. And we go up there. There is like two other people there. There's nobody there. And so we go through the forest of trees to pick one out because they cut them down for you. Although they say you can cut your own if you want. Who wants to do that? No one. And so because nobody was there, hardly any trees had been had been cut yet. Mm-hmm. So we literally walked in and within five minutes found the perfect tree for us. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Sometimes it feels like we've been there for over an hour hunting for trees because there are so many people there and people are claiming them all the time. Of course, Daryl's like, what about this one? I go, that is 20 feet tall. No, we're not getting another Griswold Christmas tree. It's just too much. We had to cut like two feet off of the tree last year because of his choice. So we found the perfect tree. You yell cutter and the cutter comes and now it is pouring down rain. And, you know, you 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 tend to feel sorry for those who have to work in this environment. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, Daryl gave him a nice tip because you tip them. Oh, and, he did the tip this year. Well, <laughs> I gave him the money. <laughs> I gave him the money to do it. Because, yes, he wasn't cute. Nobody liked him. So Daryl oh, okay. tipped him. Yeah. They're like, go ahead, Dad. Well, when the, <laughs> yes. So when the, when the, when the cutters are really these cute mountain boys who mm-hmm. come home for the holidays from wherever they go. Yeah, this one wasn't cute. Nobody thought he was a keeper. So Daryl had the, <laughs> had the privilege of giving the guy the gratuity. And so <laughs> we pick it and he turns around to all of us standing there and he's like, you guys want to cut the tree? And we're like, no, 
no, we don't. And I said, in fact, why would he even ask that? Because some people <laughs> like to. Some people really oh, like to. Oh, the cutter asked that. Yes. I thought Daryl asked that. No. <laughs> like, oh, please. Are you kidding? Daryl was coughing in the dirt road over <laughs> yonder. So he cuts the tree and we're walking through and no one's truly complaining because it's like, you know, it's not like we do this every day. You know, it's it's a tradition, but it was freezing and the water was cold and it was puddling on our faces like there. I posted a picture of us together taking a picture and there is literally water dripping off all of our noses. It was so wet. <laughs> I saw the picture and I saw uh, Aaron, Tyler's girlfriend. <laughs> In the back, she scowling. looked miserable. You know, she didn't have to come and she did. I mean, I'm glad she did. I'm just saying that she's a she's a joiner, man. She's she will do it. She and she's really tiny. So, you know, yeah. she was freezing. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, she has no meat on her. We were we, well, we were all freezing, but. We, and we were soaked to the skin on top of it. But I didn't even tell you the best part of our vacation. What? Kenzie shows up to uh, come with us to get the Christmas tree. And she comes home from work. She pulls in and she goes, yeah, for some reason I turned off my car. My car's still running. And I, I know that means something and I don't remember what that means. But when, when you turn off your car and it continues to run, I'm sure it's there are people Is listening. Is it like a starter or something? It's like, like the alternator or something like that. And we had just talked to her the week before saying, you know, we should, we need to get some new tires on this. We need to do a little upgrade for winter, you know, stuff like that. It's an old car. We've had it mm-hmm. for th- three or four years. And it's just, you know, we're just trying to keep her in it a little longer while she gets herself established in her independent world. Mm-hmm. So she gets out of the car and dad is Googling, what does this mean? You know, what does it mean when the car is running after the key is off? And then suddenly Mackenzie goes, oh, my God, her car caught on fire. Oh, my God. So we turn on because he had the he had had the uh, the hood up to see if he could see anything. And suddenly it is billowing smoke and then black smoke. And we're like, oh, shit. So Daryl had to get the fire extinguisher from under the sink and he goes running out. And you know that scene in War of the Roses when their tree is on fire? And he's like, step one, pull pin, step two. Okay. That's what it was like. That's what it was like. And what was hilarious is we Well, got who uses a fire extinguisher? Regularly. I know, right? So he pulls out. He's like, move. And all of a sudden you hear, you hear him go, Kenzie, get out of the car. Because she's sitting in the car like a moron. And he's like, get out of the car. So she's like, my and I'm like, okay, so when a fire breaks out, we know that Mackenzie will fry because she has to get her goddamn phone. Exactly. Nice to know. Good Should to know. She found dead in her car. God, I had to get my phone. I had to get my wallet. So he's spraying the crap out of it. Oil is just gushing out of the bottom. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. But the car is dead. It's yeah. over. And Kenzie, who is already an anxious person, is losing her shit, not crying or anything. But she's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. What am I going to do? Yeah. And she's like, how am I supposed to get to work tomorrow? I'm like, okay, let's just all relax. Everything is solvable. Okay. Nothing is permanent. We got this. So what's hilarious is it was all caught on our security camera. (laughs) 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 So we can watch it all. 
And of course, that is so suddenly, at the, and I and I hear all this thing, and because I'm upstairs getting ready to leave, and I hear all this commotion, and Bodega's in the house, and he's standing there trying to evaluate the situation on whether or not he needs to go out and save Daryl. Mm. So there's all of this going on, and I go, and I stick my head, I go, what's going on? And Malia, Miss Cold, she's like, Mackenzie's car, car is on fire. And I said, <laughs> excuse me? And so I come downstairs, and I see... Daryl spraying it, and of course me, I yell, Kenzie, get in this house! Get away! Get away from the car! <laughs> She's like, I'm fine, Mom, I'm fine, Mom, get in the car! You know, so it's like, I'm thinking of her safety, and, you know, it was just chaotic, complete chaos, it was a lot, so yeah, there was a lot, well, but we survived, and we're back together, chit-chatting, you and me. Yes. Life is uh, back to normal temporarily. Yes. So before we close, I do have some ugly and awkward moments of the week because this is the Wednesday show. Although we probably have, I have a couple of ugly and awkward moments for the Sunday show. But this one, here's some ugly and awkward moments, Thanksgiving edition. Of course, because everything happens when your family's together. one is my grandma put me on a timeout when I was 20 because I drank a glass of wine at Thanksgiving. This sounds like something our mother would do. Mind you, we had 30 plus people there and I had to sit in a chair for 20 minutes and not talk to anyone. <laughs> oh my God. That is a real stickler for the rules, isn't it? She's like, grandma, I'll be 21 next month. You aren't 21 now. <laughs> so she got a she got in trouble at work. Ridiculous. What's even funnier is like nobody's parents stepped in. No one said anything. They just like grandma do what grandma was going to do. Yeah, really. Well, that just goes to show that clearly no one was going to question her. So. Right. Uh, this one sounds like something that would happen to us. I volunteered to walk the dog. He was at a family dinner. Uh, I volunteered to walk the dog because, and then I lost it. Everyone was so busy getting everything ready for Thanksgiving. Culinary arts are not my strong suit. So I figured I could handle taking the dog out since it was running around under everyone's feet and bugging them. I clipped the leash to the wrong part of the collar and this dog was really energetic. So it basically came off the leash and ran into the woods by their house. Oh my God. Q putting dinner on hold so everyone could search for the dog. They finally lured him back by shaking his box of treats but it felt really touch and go for a while. I didn't get any of the good turkey either. <laughs> so he got in trouble. Because he lost the dog? Yes. <laughs> God, people are mean. What's well. with all the corporal punishment? <laughs> right? Okay, and this one is the final one. And th- I can't imagine this happening to us necessarily, but I could see it happening. My aunt was making gravy at her in-law's house for Thanksgiving. She asked her niece, Krista, where the flour was. Krista told her to get the big sack of flour in the pantry. Everyone sat in for the meal and enjoyed the gravy and all the trimmings, and it was finally time to eat the pie Krista baked. The first bite was taken and immediately spit out. It was hard as a rock. When asked what she had used when making the crust, Krista said she used the flour from the big sack in the pantry. It turns out the big sack in the pantry was cement. 
Who would put cement in the pantry? The only thing I can think is this this is some kind of pantry that's out in the like the garage or something. It's not connected to the kitchen. You know, it's one of those things where they put like all the canned goods and everything. And some fool said, oh, well, I don't want this to get wet. I'll just put it in the food pantry. And it's and in a white And what kind of idiot sack. wouldn't recognize that it wasn't like, you know, flowery? Well... Krista, apparently, but if, if you've ever seen uh, industrial-sized bags of flour, that's what they look like. They are in cement bags, essentially. And the only reason yeah. I know that is because I work for a pizza place, and I've seen it. So I do know right. that they are in the same type of bag. So that's the only thing I think of. And certain cement is soft and refined. There's no big rocks in it and stuff. But what, what's really weird, she says, is the gravy went down just fine. And that maybe, oh, the, maybe no. the cement settled and didn't get into the actual gravy. Maybe it was at the bottom of the gravy. So no one actually, the in-laws said it was a strange consistency, but figured she used whole wheat flour or some other kind of thing that they weren't used to. And I was like, damn, that is serious. Are you kidding me? I would have been taking me and the kids to the hospital immediately. immediately. It's like, how do we get the cement out of us before it hardens in our in our guts? Like, make us throw up carbon or however it works, <laughs> whatever we do. Yeah, seriously. I don't know if you can get poison. I mean, you know, kids eat mud, so it, how much different can it be? It doesn't harden. I don't know. Well, I don't think it can harden in, in 98 degree heat, but I guess it's possible. I mean, your body's 98 degrees. You're not going to, yeah, it's not going to yeah. harden in there. But I wouldn't want it to like perf a, well, and here's the other know, thing. A tube or a colon or something. I thought about that. I thought about that. And I thought, God, you know, you and at least me and you specifically, I mean, I poop only once a day. And when there's family and friends around, Paula, I'm so constipated right now. I haven't pooped normally in a week. I don't really remember the last time I pooped. Exactly. And so it's like. If, if I had something with cement in it, I mean, my God, I could be in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, you guys don't understand. I'm, ar- I'm around others. I've been around humans 24-7 for two weeks. I the, the ability for me to use the facilities regularly has been put on hold. It has, it has not been pleasant. So With cement, it could be like a real ass blowout. For real. God, can you even imagine what that would look like? And think about your toilet. The second it hit cold porcelain, I bet it would harden. Having to explain to Daryl why you have to go to the hospital. It's just (laughs) like, I just uh, tore my asshole and I need to go to the hospital. There's poo cement in the toilet and we're going to have to replace the toilet now. And there's blood everywhere. So, (laughs) God, what a horrible thing. My goodness. Anyway... So, yeah, I I don't know about listeners. If you have iconic, lovely, warm, snuggly Thanksgivings, we don't. There are elements that are obviously amazing and wonderful. I never take for granted getting together with family. uh, But, you know, one thing can throw that all to high heaven. Oh, it's true. (laughs) Olivia this year, she says, I think um, when we sit down to eat, we should all go around the table and say what we're thankful for. I'd be like, Olivia, no. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was earlier. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe she'll forget. (laughs) All you do is, you know what? You just say you're thankful for your children. 
<laughs> so so we're like um well we're um thankful for our country and oh god <laughs> yeah it's so it's so so something to be proud of right now so. oh god oh, i was trying to think if there was something else i was going to tell you but i think it can wait you know daryl's always making me mad so it's not like i can't wait <laughs> yeah you can only bash on him so much in one shit hey it what you know what i'm not bashing it's just you know put on a timer every four hours take your robitussin that's all that's all i'm asking it's a simple request but i'm he is on the mend and you know like i said it's the coughing and i told him that i said the cough is always the last to go sadly it's always the last to go <laughs> So, well, I'm glad he's on the mend and me too. Visit our website, uglytruth.com, and you can click on the Amazon site and uh, do your shopping for Christmas. The, the floodgates are open, so have at it. Um, you can also visit lipandclip.com and visit our Avon site and do some makeup, uh, makeup and skincare shopping. Mm-hmm. They have some really good holiday deals right now. Other than that, Have a fabulous rest of your week, and we will see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.